Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Oh, and uh, we welcome you today to our continuing series on just a thought on the book of Revelation. We're in Revelation chapter 13. This is part six of our study. Now, when we consider our study, or when we consider this study, we want to remind you that we've already done chapters one through uh, tw- one through twelve, and they are available on our YouTube page, and as well as two or three that are available on Facebook. So today, we want to get into our study and see what God has to say to us from his word. So take your Bible, turn to Revelation chapter 13, and verse 11 we will begin with in just a moment. Now, when we consider, or what we will consider today in this study, we will look at the false prophet and what God tells us about him. This is the, the beast that shows up after the Antichrist shows up to the Apostle John. And what we're going to see is how he will deceived, deceive the inhabitants of the earth, those that have chosen to follow the devil. And he is going to be, be a great deceiver. And we're going to see that as a result of his deception, great corruption takes place upon this earth. Corruption that's always connected with the, uh, with the graven images that we find in idol worship. So take your Bible now and let's look at Revelation chapter 13 and verse 11. Now notice that it says, And I beheld another beast coming out of, up out of the earth, and he spake, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. So he says, I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, that is, out of hell. We read about other openings where hell is opened up. This is believed, or this is the deceptor, the deceiver that will come to lead others to worship the Antichrist. And out of hell will come these demonic spirits. And Satan is present on the earth at this, at this time. I missed my slide there, sorry. Satan is present on the earth at this time, having been cast out of heaven. So we know that Satan is directly connected with the activities of the Antichrist and with the false prophet. This beast had two horns like a lamb, and he spake 
as a dragon. Now, I want you to notice in particular that he had, or that the word says he was had two horns like a lamb. So this beast is a counterfeit to a part of the Godhead. Now, we know that the Antichrist is the deceiver that comes to deceive men from knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that the false prophet then is that spirit that testifies concerning the Antichrist. So he would be the false Holy Spirit. And Satan present on the earth is the false father. So here we have the false spirit, the false Christ, and the false father all on the earth. Satan is a great deceiver, and he seeks to deceive constantly. And he works today, but he's going to work even more so in that day. He exerciseth all the power of the first beast, the Bible says, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Now, we find this business about the deadly wound being healed, and we'll come back to that. He exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him. So this false spirit, this false prophet is going to exercise the power of the first beast before him. He'll have the same power. And he will be use that power to deceive men and to get them to worship the Antichrist. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 16, speaking of this one, and verses 13 and 14, And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. So what we have is we have false spirits. We have demonic spirits, and they are the spirits, the Bible says, that they are the spirits of devils. And they're working miracles. And they go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. So these false spirits are in the business of deceiving the world and the leaders of this world. And the Bible says that he causes these to worship the beast. He causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. So he's not trying to get worship himself, but rather to worship the Antichrist, the first beast. The Bible talks about these idol worshipers. 
and calls them idle shepherds. Says, woe to the idle shepherd that leaveth the flock. The sword shall be upon his arm and upon his right eye. His arm shall be clean dried up and his right eye shall be utterly darkened. So this could be and is believed to be by many a description of what shape the Antichrist is going to be. His arm will be uh, his arm will be dried up, his right eye will be utterly darkened. So he's called, notice, this Antichrist or this one who leads men to worship the Antichrist is called the idle shepherd. So idle, notice the spelling here. I-D-O-L. Not idle as in not doing anything, but one who leads men to idle worship. He's the idle shepherd whose deadly wound was healed, the Bible tells us. So they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, and who is able to make war with him? Notice that they worshipped the beast. They worshipped, I should say, the dragon. And the Bible says that they worshipped the dragon, meaning they worshipped the devil. Because the dragon, we know in Scripture, is in fact Satan. So they worshipped Satan. And it's Satan who gives power to the Antichrist, the beast. Whoops, sorry about that. I got a new stand and it's not working very good for me. It says he gave power to the beast. So they worshipped the dragon and they worshipped the beast. And look what they say about him. Who is like unto the beast? There's nobody like him. There's no person in this world that is like the beast. And not only that, who's able to make war with him? They think him invincible. Unconquerable. They think nobody can go against him. That's how powerful they will see him to be. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles. So he deceives by means of miracles, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast. Notice, he does miracles and by those miracles, convinces men to make an image to the beast. 
which had the sword, which had a wound, the wound by a sword, and did live. So he's been resurrected. And then in verse 13, he says, He doeth great wonders. Well, one of the great wonders that he does is to resurrect the Antichrist after he's wounded in the head. But he will make fire come down from heaven. He makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. So this this anti-Holy Spirit does great wonders. And doing these great wonders, he deceives men. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 and 11. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. Notice, he does, what he does, he does with all power, with all kinds of signs, and with lying wonders. These are deceiving wonders. With all deceivableness, this this anti-Holy Spirit, I should say anti, yes, Holy Spirit, with all deceivableness works. He's full of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not. Here's the cause. If you're deceived by these lying wonders, if you're deceived by this deceptive anti-Holy Spirit, it's because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. So the reason that's given for people being deceived is because they reject the love of the truth. The truth In Scripture, Jesus said, I am the truth. But he also said his word is truth. So when you view... When you reject the Lord Jesus Christ, you reject the truth. When you reject the love of the truth, you reject the word which is truth. That is, his Bible. And many are rejecting the Bible today. We've tossed out the King James Bible in many cases, by Christians, the Bible that God brought great revival and great soul winning and replaced it with all kinds of Bibles that are not Bibles at all. And we've replaced it, not only the truth of the Scriptures, but we've rejected in our country the Word of God. And now we're 
seeing all kinds of corruption in our country. And for this cause, here's what God will do. If you reject the love of the truth, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. If you reject the love of the truth, then God will see to it that you accept a lie. So this one, this anti-Holy Spirit brings fire down out of heaven to deceive men. He does what Elijah did in 1 Kings chapter 18. Elijah said to the people, he put a test of the, of the prophets of Baal against the word of God. And Elijah said, the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And the people said, that's well spoken. So the prophets of Baal try to get Baal to answer by fire, and they fail. Elijah calls on God, and God sends fire down out of heaven. He succeeds because he is the prophet of God. But God at this time is going to allow this anti-Holy Spirit to bring fire down out of heaven like Elijah did. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. We just read this. With all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So God sends you what you want. If you want to believe a lie, God will let you believe a lie. In Revelation 13, 14, it says, And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth. I'm sorry, I lost my place here. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. So he's going to convince men to worship the beast. He's going to deceive those that dwell on the earth, the Bible says. So, if you want to be deceived, God will let you be deceived. And we need to be careful that we be not deceived, the Bible tells us. He deceived them that dwell on the earth. These that dwelled on the earth 
are those that are spoken of in Revelation chapter 12 and verse 12. It says, Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. So the inhabitants of the earth are the ones that are going to be deceived. And they're the ones who have taken up residence in this earth and have rejected God's word and God's way. And God is going to allow you, if you want to be, you want to reject him, he's going to allow you to be deceived. There's a case of this in 1 Kings chapter 22, verses 20 through 23. Listen to what it says. The Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go and go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. Well, there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said, Wherewith? And he said, I'll go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. Here's what God said. Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. So, here was Ahab. And God wanted to bring him to the place of judgment. So God said, how can this be? And one said, I'll put a deceiving spirit in his mouth. Now we know that Satan is the great deceiver. So God said, okay, go and deceive him. And he did. And Ahab followed after the deception. And he himself died as a result of it. So now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets. And the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. Ahab was warned, just like you've been warned. But if you choose to believe the lying spirit, then God will let you. So he says that he deceived this world by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. He deceived this world. God allows the devil. At this point in time, God will allow the devil to deceive men by miracles. And God will allow the devil to deceive you if that's what you want. If you want to reject what God has to say, then God says, fine. Go ahead, have your way. And he says to those that dwell on the earth that they should make an image. 
of the beast. Not only does God allow you to be deceived if you want to be deceived, then God turns you over to obeying the devil. The Bible warns us against graven images in Exodus chapter 20. And verse 4 says, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Did you get that? Any graven image. That means none or any likeness of any thing that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. God says, don't you make any graven image. Don't you make any likeness of anything. So that is very specific. The question are, or the question is, are you paying attention? Or are you, in fact, ignoring what God says? Children of Israel did, even though God warned them in Exodus. And it led them into corruption. Because that's what God says happens. Lest ye corrupt yourselves and make you a graven image in the similitude of any figure, the likeness of male or female. So God says, corruption is the outcome. It comes as a result of you being corrupt, and it produces corruption. So God warns Israel what they're not to do. And folks, God warns us what we're not to do. Says, which had a wound by a sword and did live. Reminder, this reminds us of the power of God to allow the devil to resurrect the Antichrist. That's the power that God allowed the devil. Why would he do that? To, dis, to, to, uh, to allow... the inhabitants of this earth, to be deceived because they chose it. So what did we see? We saw the false prophet. We saw that he's an anti-Holy Spirit, that he is a counterfeit. He's like. We saw those that are deceived, the inhabitants of the world, of the earth, and of the sea, the Bible says. And we saw the corrupting behavior of putting idols up, setting gra graven images before us. These are the things that God warns us against. The only question are, or I should say is, are we listening? I hope you are. Are you a lover of the truth? The truth 
being the Lord Jesus Christ and his word? Do you love the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you love his word? If you love the Lord Jesus Christ, you will love his words. So if you have not received Christ, why not receive him today before it is everlastingly too late? And it will be too late one day. It will be a day when it will be a day when men will cry out to God, but it won't do any good. I challenge you, I encourage you, I plead with you. To receive the Lord Jesus Christ. The one who loved you and gave himself for you. He loved us with an everlasting love. He proved that love by going to the cross. And then by giving his life on the cross. Being placed in the grave. And three days and three nights later. later he resurrected from the dead. Never to enter the grave again. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for you and is now living and ever lives to make intercession for us, he will save you and you'll become a lover of his words. Well, may God bless you till the next lesson. Mm -hmm.